0: Hello Builders, welcome to the Builders Club Startup Founders podcast, a podcast for founders to upskill themselves and understand the founder mindset. Every week, we sit with the best minds in the startup ecosystem and understand what it takes to start, run and scale businesses. This podcast is from one of our recordings of our Water Cooler Conversations, a weekly community AMA where we get established entrepreneurs to discuss their strategies and their mindset in front of our community members. So sit back, relax, and let's start with the episode. So first of all, welcome Akash to the Builders Club. This is probably the second time that we are interacting. Um, I guess graduation day was the first time when we had a small chat. And I said, but Twitter spaces are Right, right, yes. Yeah. So, for all of you guys who do not uh, know about Akash, probably you're living under, under a rock. I a lot context de de hun, uh, about, about Akash. So, Akash is the co founder and COO of Mojo. Uh So, uh, Instamojo if you know was probably one of the first one of the first uh, if but the first to uh, payments platform uh, in India uh, in a way and, and they were the first ones to you know to give you the link with which you can you know get payments from somebody uh, I remember. I remember using I
1: think that. Just, just to just to clarify, sorry, to clarify, that, I mean, not the first uh, payments platform or company. I think uh, we've seen uh, multiple waves of uh, payment uh, gateway companies as such. Uh, uh, I think the oldest ones would, of course, be I think uh, BuildDesk and CCMNU, which are like more than 15, 17 years old. And then, of course, I we saw kind of a second wave with with you know PayU and few others came in. Uh, they use a few others. And of course, in a third wave, a uh, few years later, which was you know Razor Pay and some others, right? So, so but yeah, we were we were, I think, the first to take payments to smaller businesses, right? It was very much a a, a very tech-intensive, op intensive play. Uh, we made it simple enough that any Tom Dick and Harry could use. So I think yeah, we were let's say the first with that. Yeah,
0: so currently, you know, it is uh... It is powering more than 4 lakh registered payments right now and, and Insta mozos in effect, the whole idea of Instamozo is to democratize e-commerce and be the 360 degree digital enabler for all the SMEs in all shapes and sizes in India. Um, you were also probably the first ones to join the 500 Startup Silicon Valley Accelerator program, right from India?
1: Yeah, yeah, actually the first one from India. Yeah, I mean, we were part of the batch. The first of uh, four companies, which uh, yeah, back in 2012, that is. Yeah, it feels so old now, almost
0: Yes, sir. Very If you're busy, you don't even realize. And especially if you're working on the same project for 10 years. You don't <laughs> <yeah, yeah>, <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. As in, I'd seen like an oddity. Uh being like, you know, and I think before they said right, I've done, I've done uh, like, you know, a few jobs, right? I've never been able to stick to one place for more than a, what, a year and a half to two, right? Uh, in fact, a couple of my jobs were as low as a year and six months also. So, uh, yeah, it just feels, I did not think, had you told me back in the day, you know, what, you'll be there after 10 years. Uh, first of all, like, I don't know if the company will survive. Uh, and even if it does, will I be, you know, still doing, let's say working on the same, you know, same, uh, same thing for, of course, the thing has changed a lot, right? Over the years, a uh, lot of evolution, a lot of papers and stuff, but yeah, being in the same place for like 10 years, yeah, I don't think would have been imaginable also, yeah. but yeah, here we are still surviving and fighting to well, live another
0: day <laughs> as we call it. <laughs> That's the life of an entrepreneur. Yeah. The topic of today's discussion. Uh, is around the work life balance uh in the life of an entrepreneur and we'll get to that. you know So you have been building InstaMojo for close to a decade now. Uh you know from a from a from a hobby or an interest standpoint, as an individual, what all do you have? The side make which sports bhi karte ho, do you have anything, you know, any other music or any other passion you have?
1: I like I wouldn't say I do a lot of things or something, but I think it's a very I would say kind of a you know, uh common joke in in, in the company also, right? Ke, I do everything except for work. Okay. So Sometimes also difficult to know, give most come care like you know what, especially is work uh, for a founder. But I mean, I do, uh, I do have a lot of interests, right? Uh, and especially uh, in terms of being uh, physically active and stuff, like you know, so I play football uh, very regularly, like at least once a week, uh, usually two to three times a week. And apart from other stuff, right? I like generally, sometimes I play badminton also with a few friends. Uh, uh, it's a little less frequent nowadays, but still uh, otherwise going for, uh, you know, uh, gym, running, walk, you know, a like, lot of these things that right? I like to stay physically active. Uh, in fact, I get very, very anxious if I spend like, you know, like, even if a day goes by without me doing something, right? Like, so there are days when you're not able to do something for you know, different reasons. Uh, at the end of the day, I'll just get up and like, you know, go for a long walk or something, right? just to clear my head kind. So I think any kind of physical activity is extremely critical. Uh, I think it's important for everyone, but like for me, it's become such a habit that I feel very, very anxious if I don't do it, right? Uh, if a day goes by without it, it doesn't feel very comfortable. So, more or less, I keep doing at it. And I think at some point, it becomes a habit which is very much uh, self reinforcing times. So, yeah, I'm happy to, you know, keep that going, right? Uh, also, I feel uh, at this age, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Young, young old, but like especially you know, when I play football and all, right? It always feels ke, you know uh, it is very intensive, right? Uh, and also the kind of person I am, right? Like when I when I'm on the pitch or you know, playing anything, right? Like I also play a lot of board games and stuff, like you know, with friends and we used to play in office also earlier. So I always feel that you know whatever I'm playing, right? could be a simple board game, it could be you know a card game, it could be poker, it could be football, whatever. I always give my hundred percent, right? Like Basically losing is not an option. It's not that you're a good player or a bad player. It doesn't matter what kind of a player I am. I'll give it my best. And when you're out there, you're, you know, totally in the zone, always you know, doing your best. Now that of course becomes a little heavy when it comes to something like football, right? Because always, it's always the back of my head every time I go to play. It could easily be the last time, right? Because an injury here or then injuries do happen a lot. Uh, I've had a couple of really bad ankle injuries over the last, uh, last couple of years, fortunately, uh, I've been able to get back and, you know, still continue playing. Uh, but yes, it does. It does hurt, right. So I always feel that, like, you know, yeah, you don't know how much time you have in that sense. So then things you could keep doing. Uh, but yeah, like something like football, maybe I'll have, maybe it'll just stop after some point, right, when your body can't kind of take any more. So yeah, I think, you, so. Which is what I like, which is what I enjoyed even more, right, because I know, I might fall for all the, all we know, continue to play for, another you know, 10, 20, 30 years or it could stop after well, a year or two. Right. So you don't know. So yeah, which is I also enjoy. Uh, and yeah, like I said, right. Uh, but of the reason I enjoy is because I give it my best. Right? when I'm out there, losing is not an option. Right. So you, you do keep fighting till the last moment of thoughts.
0: So uh, Akash, we just, you know, probably delving a little bit more into the topic of health in, an, in a life of an entrepreneur. Um, we all have been there where we have prioritized work and to an extent where we have neglected our health. And I said, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. And when you're talking about it, you're going to be able to do something. You're going to be able to do How things have harmed you. So, just wanted to get a little bit of a perspective from you. Ki, probably you have also gone through that phase you know you were you were putting you burning the midnight oil 18 20 you don't know where the time is going and you have neglected your your uh you know your health and you have probably also have peers who have who have been there so would like to get a little bit of a sense of that journey from you and what were your realizations kya important these are the things that you are not have to do, What would love to get your perspective on
1: that? Yeah, so a uh, so, so bunch of things, uh, sorry, yeah, so I mean a bunch of things, right? I think uh, we've all uh, gone through that phase, right, where you're uh, probably putting in the midnight oil, you know, doing a doing lot, lot of those things, right, uh, uh, you tend to lose track of what time of the day, what day of the week and all, right. And you you are always at it, I think all of us have gone through it. And uh, I won't say don't go, don't do that because it is extremely, uh, I mean, like you have to put in that kind of passion, right. To make anything work. So, and especially if you have chosen the path of going down, you know, entrepreneurship, then you have to, right. It's not going to be easy, right. Uh, If anyone says it's easy or, you know, you can maintain a great balance and all, I think at some level, there is certain sacrifice involved, uh, especially in the short run. But what I've come to realize over the time is uh, you cannot keep doing that for a very long time. Not that you stop working hard. Yes, you have to keep working hard, right? like I still work hard. But then uh, you do know that you have to take time out and you know, do do uh, give yourself a chance. When I say chance, chance, like, you know, you have to ensure that you are physically, mentally in, right? You're physically and mentally fit. You cannot neglect that for a very long time. Uh, there is, uh, there is this great saying, you know, which I uh, came across, I think some time back, which I, I, I don't, I don't remember who said it, but someone said our uh, life, uh, sorry, youth is wasted on the young. And uh, it felt so deep, right? Like, yeah, it was like last night also, right? I was, I was meeting with a friend uh, who's also almost 40, right? And, you know, he was talking about how when he was about 25 or like, you know, like more than a decade back, how he kind of. Uh, you know abused his body right in different ways right in terms of uh, like you said right working really hard you know in other ways right partying and other things right uh, and at some point you realize you cannot do that anymore you cannot have those kind of parties and you know drinking sessions and other things right but he said I was so uh, stupid to do all of that back in the day right because uh, this person really witnessed you know his body taking a toll now I'm like yeah that is true but then. That is what youth is about, Right? you also have to do that or rather, you know, you're also left with all those experiences and things which you want to have. Uh, And which is why we say right that, you know, wisdom comes at a certain point. Uh, It could be age, it could be experiences or other things, right? You will not always know these things from, from day one. So I always say, you know, live life to the fullest because yes, when you're 40, you also want to be looking back. After 25 and zero years, I had, you know, I had a crazy time, but I had a crazy ride because those experiences stay with you forever. But yes, you also have to, uh, you know, at some level, keep, uh, keep things in check. Right. Uh, I remember one thing I used to always tell one of my friends, uh, long back is do all the bad things that you want. Uh, and when I say bad things, it could be, let's just, you know, what, uh, drinking and, you know, a uh, very uh, difficult lifestyle and call it substance abuse or whatever. Right. Uh, like do all the bad things that you want. But do not forget doing good things. And when I say good things, it means that, you know, still maintain that uh, sense of, uh, you know, uh, being physically active, you know, working out or something or the other. Ensure that you have a good diet. Uh, and, and that was, I think, my simple simpler advice. Right Again, I'm no one to advice, uh, but it just always felt very uh, real or true to me, which is consume all the bad things you want in terms of, you know bad food or junk food and, you know, having stuff at midnight and this and that. But do not stop consuming good food also, which means fruits and vegetables and others. Right. Because at least while your body can take that punishment and, you know, you also give it that, uh, do not forget that your body also needs good things to also stay strong. Kind, right. So do not forget the good things. And what happens is over time, you realize that your body cannot keep taking those bad things over and over again, that at some point you will. Start curtailing and you know instilling a little more uh, discipline or good habits at that. And I think which is kind of what has helped me is that even during those crazy days, in whichever way, right? Uh, when you are young, you know you are always partying and all, or other you know you are working nonstop stop kinds, you know uh, stuff like that. What I always tried and and I won't say that you know I, I knew these things or being very wise about it, but uh, what worked for me is I ensured that I do not neglect the good things also. Right. So keep doing good thing, right? Yes. Consume all the junk food you want, but don't consume it at the expense of let's say having good food, right? Have good food, have junk food also, right? Like do a bit of both. So I think that's my limited advice, right? Like, I don't want to tell anyone don't stop living because yes, it's important for us to let our hair down because at some point you don't have any hair to let down, right? <laughs> so then you have to do that. Uh, but yes, do not uh, stop doing, you know, the good thing, right? Uh, and which is what kind of has helped me, uh, Because at some point, right, when things got really heavy in some sense, right, I figured I am missing out on you know some of those good habits, right? Like I'm not able to take time out to go to the gym. I'm not able to take time out to you know uh, meet my friends as often as I would like to. And I said, you know, no, I have to do those things, right? So I have to take out some time on the weekends or Fridays or whenever, right? Go out and you know have a decent time with my friends. right? I want to be Free on Sunday mornings or like you know, certain times when I can, you know, go out, maybe play, maybe do some of the other things. So, yeah, I think at some point I just felt uh, that, yes, uh, you know, I cannot neglect these anymore. Fortunately for me, I earlier used to have those, you know, that kind of a routine, right? In terms of, uh, let's say, playing regularly. Uh, I've always been very regular at going to the gym, right? Uh, like there have been times when I wasn't able to, for certain stretches, but I don't think that there would ever be like a very long stretch when I totally stayed away from the gym as such, right. In whatever light mode or something, I would keep it on as uh, at least as a lightweight activity of sorts. So fortunately I had those things, which at some point would pull me back. Yes. You know, uh, I have this strong urge to get back to it times. I think it's more difficult for folks when you do not have that right uh, If you have, uh, a set routine, or you know, good at you know, hobbies or activities, you will get pulled back towards it. It's more difficult when you don't have any of those, right? And then you actually have to start inculcating and building those habits, which is when it is difficult. But I think yes, definitely do that, right? So, so two three things which I have kind of uh, figured over the years, and you know, I keep telling myself is uh, everyone needs those two or three things. Uh, one is don't compromise on sleep. No matter what, get your fresh hour of sleep, sleep, uh, you know, sleep on pretty much on time every night, whatever time may be, right? Uh, everyone has a, of has a different uh, cycle. You could sleep at 10 o'clock or 12 or two, whatever it may be. But ensure we sleep at that time every night and, you know, get up. Well, I'd say late enough, right? Like You get enough of uh, uh, enough of shut So you get those seven to eight hours of sleep every night, pretty much. Uh, pretty much every day, right? If you can. So I think that is one. Sleep is really critical. Uh, one is have a physical uh, activity, uh, not every day, but at least, you know, three times a week kinds. I think that's usually good enough. The more, the better. Uh, also, I think uh, our bodies are really strong. So at times we feel, you know what, I did something yesterday and I need, you know, I think our body can take a lot of uh, our is have Evolved over the years, or over the millennia, I should say, generations and millennia, then uh, they can take a lot of, you know, stress physically. At that, right, so don't hesitate. Right, uh, workout as much as you can. Uh, workout, play, uh, walk, run, uh, yoga, whatever, whatever works for you. And ideally, have a different mix of things. Right, instead of doing the same thing every day, keep changing it up. Uh, it's really good for the body. So I think that's the second right. Have some kind of a physical activity. And third, I would say is uh, have some kind of a hobby uh, because that really helps you from a mental standpoint. It helps you take your attention away. Uh, it helps you de-stress. It helps you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think de stress you know, it helps. It gives you something to look forward to at the end of the day or at the beginning of every day, right? It gives you something. It could be it could be music. It could be uh, it could be a board game. It could be reading. Uh, it could be watching shows. Though I would strongly suggest you know getting off a screen, right? So won't we suggest uh, Netflix or something as a hobby because you also need to get away from screen time? But yes, it right? anything, right? Uh, anything that helps you get away, uh, I think it's really really important. And the more constructive the hobby is, in terms of you know helping you with a bit of a creative mindset, the better it is. But yeah, whatever. I think these are three things that I kind of. Uh, uh, the third thing, the hobby piece is not very, I would say, well sorted for me. I keep. Uh, Trying and experimenting with different things, right? Uh, like I was uh, very much into uh, playing poker a while back, and it became chess. Uh, I tried learning music, I figured it doesn't work for me. Uh, I couldn't do it uh, with like no, no background in it. Uh, but yeah, I keep trying out different things. Uh, something to give you, something to look forward to. But yeah, right. I think like these are two three things that those are my principles as such. Right? Like I said, I'll just you know read, it, right, sleep, uh, work out, and uh, and a hobby, right uh, maintain, maintain these three, Uh, I think if you do that, you're pretty much 80% of the way there in terms of keeping ourselves fit and I think once you start doing it, you see the fruits, right? Like I said, it becomes a self-reinforcing habit. It has a very positive uh, or a virtuous cycle to it. It's just something which keeps you going. Mm
0: -hmm. So um, Akash, probably a follow up question to that would be the time class. So well, the follow-up question to that would be, Yeah, time. we time? Because I think the biggest problem in every founder's or every entrepreneur's life is that yeah we have so much work. It's not that we are neglecting things. We want to do it, but we mm-hmm. don't have the time. So how do you, how do you figure that thing? How do you fit these things in a schedule?
1: Yeah, I think time, yes, always a challenge, right? I think there are two ways, uh, right? One is uh, we spend a lot of time working. And I think it's for each of us to know, are we really overdoing it? Do I really need to work that hard or not? Right? And it could be different for everyone. Right uh, it could be six hours a day, eight hours a day, 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day. It could be different things. So I think it's for each one of us to take a call for ourselves. You know, how much of it is there, how much of it is actually productive, because what I've seen for myself is beyond a certain point, it's not productive at all. And what that uh, led me to do is ruthlessly prioritize things, right? things I want to work on things I want to like, you know, kind of not pay much attention to. And over time that really helps Right? you start calling delegating. You start focusing on the things that really matter because the moment you put a, you know, like a, an upper limit to how much of work you want to do, you realize that, yeah, okay. These are things that I really have to focus on. And these are things which I can, let's say, you know, let someone else take charge, maybe delegate, delegate or other. So I think we learn to do that. So I think it's important to keep a, realize what is it. How long am I being really productive? Uh, I remember one of my founders, uh, Sampad, mentioning this like a long time back, right? And again, it's all every individual's own self-realization. Is that how many decisions I make every day? And I think there's a limit to it, right? Uh, If you say that, you know what? You are making hundreds of decisions every day. I think that's far too much. What that means is you're making a whole lot of trivial decisions, which many cases you don't really need to write. What is the ideal number? I don't know. It could be one decision. It could be, you know, let's say five to 10, whatever. Right. But have you realize how many decisions are we making? And that also helps us kind of prioritize. Look at the things which really matter. Like I feel as, as a startup founder in the early days, yes, you'll have to make, let's say five to 10 decisions every day. Right. But beyond the, after a certain point, that number cannot be more than a couple, right? If you're doing more than two, three decisions a day, it means that you're spending far too much time on, you know, nitty gritties or operations or certain things, which would be better suited if you give, you know, let, let someone else take charge of it, which is also extremely critical for your growth, for your team's growth, for your organization's growth. So I think that's one thing that we come to realize. The other is, uh, so we're talking about time, right? where does that time go? So one, is, one like we said, is how much time do we spend working? The other is how much time do we spend on our, uh, not working, but you know, being occupied or in some cases, you know, things which are, let's say allied to working very close, to, but not really there. Right. Let's say things like, you know, uh, for example, how much time you spend on Twitter? Now, some of us at some point, I would spend a lot of time on Twitter a few years back. Uh, and there have been phases, right. Part of it was, where I was tweeting frequently. Part of it where I wasn't really tweeting a lot, but like you were just consuming, right. Like just going on the Twitter timeline, just seeing what's out there. And at one level, I would be telling myself, you know, this is important, right? Because it's very important for me to kind of, you know, stay up to date, uh, you know, know what's happening out there, know what, you know, all these folks are talking about, you know, what is the buzz today uh, for this week, right? You know, what is happening in the ecosystem as such. And we kind of deceive ourselves thinking, you know, this is really important. Right? this is kind of a part of work. And this is an example, right? Could, uh, there could be many other things that we, you know, end up doing. Uh, so I call them either non fruitful or let's say allied activities which could be important, but it's not super important. And then you said, you know, okay, let, but these are not things which are, you know, actively working as such, right. And I said, you know, okay, let's start curtailing those. What I realized is when you start curtailing some of these things, you actually end up freeing a lot of time for yourself and you don't, so you don't have to stop um, or rather, you know what, start working less harder. You can keep continue working as hard as you can, but remove some of these other call them, you know, fatty activities. And put that time to better use, right? So, like for example, I do. I hardly uh, go on Twitter nowadays, right? Uh, the weekends I do, uh, like you know, maybe spend like ten minutes in a day or something just to see what's happening out there. But I do spend. Uh, I go through days, but I haven't opened Twitter at all, right? And I feel that's a big win, right? Compared to spending like let's say half an hour or one hour of you know your time every every day, right? Or like you know opening the app after every couple of hours or, you know, you're sitting in an office through a meeting, you know, you start checking your time and then see what's happening out there. Right. So how do we do all of that? I think is something which each of us has to work on, you know, individually uh, in terms of, you know, what works best for us, but we look at some of these other activities as, so, you know, yeah, I can take time out of these, right. Uh, like I, I realized such a, I did myself such a massive favor when I turned off not- notifications on my phone. So turned off WhatsApp and email notifications. I'm telling you how much of, you know, uh, how much of a declutter it, uh, you know, gave me, right? Like I, I wasn't looking at my phone every five minutes, uh, unlocking it and seeing, uh, you know, who's messaging, and I just totally left link of that. And, you know, it's not that important in the earlier days, I used to pride myself on, you know, extremely timely and prompt responses to, you know, every email that I got. And all that is important in terms of like, you know, especially when you're doing support and all right, like how well you're supporting your, you know, your customers and all. But at a certain point, you have a team which is doing it. You're not out there checking each and every support query or thread, right? At that level, we realize how many emails need urgent attention. They don't. Or how many Slack messages or, you know, WhatsApp messages need any urgent attention. They don't.
0: So, um, Akash, I also would probably dwell a little bit more on the mental uh, health aspect of things because a lot of people don't really realize how important it is to be mentally fit as yes. you know when you're making decisions not just for yourself but for the company and the people who are working for you as well so what
1: are your thoughts on that right i think we uh mental health is something that we are just uh starting to wake up to i you know maybe have just woken up you know, you know w- woken up to in some cases but yes, um, extremely important, right? Uh, extremely, because uh, it is it is stressful, right? And I don't want to say just you know being a founder you know, running a business or something. But I think for everyone out there, for the average, uh, for an average employee out there, for an average uh, let's say blue collared uh, worker or laborer out there, you know, for a rider or you know any of you know your. Uh, uh, Swiggy or Zomato or you know and for any person out there, right? Uh, life is stressful, right? And life is getting more and more stressful. Uh, all of our stresses may be different. Uh, as a founder, you might be stressing about how much runway do you have, or you know how can you get to the next level of growth, or how can you just survive, right? At the very basic, someone else may have a different kind of stress in terms of you know how do I feed my family and you know things like those. But yes, all of us do have stresses, right? And they take it toll. Uh, i've seen this over the years uh, and all of that right, if you see within your own generations right uh, you know within your own friend circles and folks who may be you know 5 10 years younger and elder to you i don't think right when i was younger when i would uh, like you know let's say when i was a teen when i looked at folks who were about you know 8 10 years older to me or you know much older for like i could see uncles basically you know who would have these issues about you know uh, about your hair getting, you know, grey, or, you know, you're losing your hair, you know, obesity and, you know, diabetes and, you know, all these other things, right. Uh, other fitness related stuff. I would see those things start emerging. Maybe when you're like mid forties or something, uh, I've seen that happen to folks, uh, you know, my friends, my, in my generation, you know, in the mid thirties, uh, actually I'm seeing today folks in the mid twenties also, you know, have a lot of, you know, a lot of these issues, right. Uh, where is it coming from? Uh, partly stress, or I would say stress in a big way, because that's what our lifestyles have become, right? One is of course, over the years, at a very macro and a physical level, the environment is changing, it's getting worse and all, right. But at very much, you know, at a social level, uh, it's become much more stressful. Uh, Call it the impact of technology, call it the impact of our FOMO lifestyle, you know, spending all our time on, you know, Instagram or Twitter or things, uh, or call it be the fact that, you know what. everyone is chasing too many things in terms of you know or, you know trying to become you know too big too fast or you know maybe the breakdown of the you know social fabric in terms of family you know like, that could be too many reasons to it uh, without going into that but you know we're seeing that happen right so what what we're seeing happen is yeah uh, it's taking a toll mentally on a lot of folks right uh, over the last few years i've seen this come up uh, you know time and again you know within our company right you know with uh, with the, you know, with a lot of our team members and especially the, the younger team members, right. Saying, you know what, they're not able to cope with the stress or, you know, this, you know, they're having those things in terms of, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't call it depression, but like, you know, getting into a very,
0: uh, like, they yeah, like, like, up, right?
1: towards there, right? like a very, very mild ways of you know, where they need help. Uh, and of course that right, because of that, as a company, we did work on a lot of these things, you know, we got counselors and all to help folks i think it's paid dividends but yes right a lot of these things uh, have emerged and have are becoming bigger uh, issues over time so yes it's very important for us to focus on it and i think it's important to understand uh, and you know i also spend a lot of my time like i read i read a fair bit and one of my you know, interest areas has been things like these right in terms of understanding how the human body works uh, human mind work you know about the mind, the body, the gut, the connection. You know which is why I talk about sleep a lot, right? Because yes, how sleep also has a very big part to play. How having a, uh, a physical, a healthy physical lifestyle has a big part to play. How having a good diet, as you know, has a very big part to play. And all these connections, which we are just trying, you know, which we are just uh, making little more sense of today. I think we're still at the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more to understand, especially how the brain works. Uh, but yes, uh, so I keep, you know reading about this and, you know, try to implement some of you know the better practices as such. Right. So, so what we do understand is mental health is not just about, you know, about stress or motivation. It's very much interconnected. Right. How much you sleep or, you know, what you eat? Uh, do you take time to, you know, let's say participate in a hobby as such, like I said, or, you know, getting you know physically all of these things play its part. Right? It's not just one or two things. It's very much a. Three-stage, three degree approach, uh, as we call it, right. So, all of them made its part, and all of them are very much uh, interconnected. You start doing one thing, you start doing the second thing, you see, you know, both of these actually help each other, uh, and which is which is what I've seen, right. Like I figured, uh, like I like drinking, right. I like, uh, uh, I do very often, you know. Um, have you know have a drink, right? And I, I really enjoy that, right? But over the years I've seen it doesn't work very well with my sleep. So I've started mm. you know I to moderate it a little more, right? And like, be more conscious of it. And once you start doing that, you also see that yes, you know, while I enjoy my drink, I don't enjoy it as much, right? Or rather, I don't enjoy binge drinking, right? Well, I would be consuming let's say three, five drinks a few years back, mm. would i be consuming maybe two to three drinks, right? Because I realize after that second or third drink, I don't want any more. And then you start feeling because yes, because it's affecting my sleep, it's affecting this, it's affecting that. So yes, and all of these kind of things kind of feed into each other. So once you start doing on that part, you see, you know, see the benefit of it, right? But from a mental health perspective, like I said, it is connected to every other thing, right? Connected to how much you work, connected to how much you know, how much you sleep, how much you eat, you know, are you meditating or you know, are you working out? Like I cannot meditate. I realized uh, I tried it; it just did not work for me. But then I figured spending that half an hour in the gym is a form of meditation for me. Mm-hmm. So you find your own ways, right? There is uh, there is no one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, different things work for different people. But yes, you do have to kind of you know get those, right? Like uh, getting exposure to greenery, for example. Uh, if fact, I've been recently saying how uh, because again, right? We uh, uh, or a Homo Sapien has evolved over what 100,000 years, right? For the vast majority of this time, for 99.9% of this time, we were in a very different environment. Uh, And with that, just being in touch with, you know, seeing greenery, uh, being, you know, letting your bare feet touch the soil, for example, has had such a big impact. And today, I mean, and just like, you know, maybe a hundred or 200 years at max, not even 200 for that matter, right? Just 50 to hundred years where our lifestyles have taken a very, very drastic shift today. Uh, I can confidently say that you know most of us do not get to see, you know, no, we don't get to witness these two things, right? Which is uh, being in touch with nature, uh, you know, having soil, you know, having, just touching and playing with the soil, right? We don't, we don't get that exposure. And again, it's one of the topics which hasn't been very deeply researched, but there is more and more coming out about it, right? As you know, as these you know things get researched as to how important it is. So. Yeah, like, you know, all of these things kind of, you know, work together. So I tell myself, you know what, maybe I should get up in the morning and, you know, go for a, you know, barefoot walk every day. I don't do that because I just can't get up very early, Uh, but like, you know, similar thing. Right. So whatever works for everyone. What I figured is uh, I stand in my balcony and look at all the trees around, right. Or, you know, look at a few plants which are in, you know, in my balcony right Uh, that really helps. Right. Or rather, I I believe it helps, Uh, but once you make a small habit of it. Once you just tell yourself that you know it's really good for you, it does, right? Your brain is also programmed in that sense. Once you start telling yourself that, you know, so, for example, right now, uh, I'm sure all of us have this thing that, you know, certain, uh, especially as a kid, right? We don't consume a lot of, you know, let's say, vegetables. right? Or you know, We don't enjoy, no one likes to have karela. Like, right? I don't know of any kid who would, you know, like eating karela, for example. I never did. Uh, I actually enjoy Karela a lot now, because at some point I just told myself it's feeling really good, it's healthy, tasty, whatever. Right? Just, just have it, uh, and of course, I right, at the back of my head, I knew it's important because your is one of like you know uh, a very nutritious vegetable. Right? There are certain uh, minerals and vitamins which it contributes, which you know you may not get elsewhere. So now I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean I don't, I won't spend my Saturday evening having Karela. I might have a you know like a. Uh, like a really junky cheeseburger or something but on the other 3 4 days of for lunch i really enjoy having karela right so i mean that's a simple example but once you tell your brain that you know this is something which is let's say you know what i enjoy this or this is good for me you feel your brain actually starts acting on that and at some point uh, i do not tell myself now that you know what i want to have karela you know i don't make up a story to my brain that you know karela is actually good so i should be having it Me, i actually enjoy it uh, i see uh, you know, we have career cooker at home, I'll just go for it, right? And I actually prefer to of the other thing. So just an example, right? like when you realize some things, when you tell your brain about it, it just, uh, it just clicks at some level, right? And those kind of make those small triggers or, you know, smaller habits, which kind of, you know, keep keep working very well for you over time. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I guess a lot of people dropped off because of the small hiccup that we had in tech, but in case Apur, Piyush, Kamal if you want to join in the conversation and probably share a few of your issues or few of the practices that you do, uh, that will be really grateful. For me personally Akash, um, I believe that uh, this is something which especially the engineers or the people who have lived in engineering colleges they ignore their health far more than probably some others who probably stay at home you know, during the college times. The ones who stay in hostels abuse their bodies a lot more than the ones who usually stay at home. Um, and, and, and I myself being an engineer, you know, burning the midnight oil used to be seen as something like a pride for us. Yeah. <laughs> so i think you know even from a society perspective we have kind of uh, looked at these things from a very you know isko humne kafi glamorize kiya hai ki raat ko 2 baje tak apne padhai but you know waking up early is difficult people matlab wo a mental picture hi bana di jati hai us tarike se ki yaar to difficult hai ye to nahi hoga aur jo you know, a lot of people say that they so they It's usually looked at uh, as a very, uh, this thing. But one thing which I've realized here waking up early, you actually are usually more productive. It's just because there's no more stuff, there's no more And I think you're fresh, fresh in your mind as well. Versus if you're working late, while there are the environment, environment might be a little bit silent. But you get fatigued, you get fatigued, you get fatigued and you don't, your mind doesn't be productive so much. So that is one thing which you know for me has started working very well. I start my day very very early and by 1 or 2 pm it means that if all the work is done now, let's basically try and do more stuff. Uh, so that is something which has started working. Meditation, of course, is something which I've been trying to pick up for some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: so on, on, on the first point, right? I uh, know uh, about uh, waking early, right? While I definitely see the benefits, I won't uh, always tell everyone, because you know what, you should wake up early, right? Because again, uh, what is early, right? Is it six? Is it five? Is it eight? Is it nine? Like, it would be different, right? And what I've seen is everyone has a different, uh, Circadian cycle, right? So, some people fall asleep very early, some people fall asleep very So, what I'd say is, it's not about waking very early, it's more about having that as more or less a regular routine, right? Like, let's say I sleep at 12 o'clock in the night, uh, I'll more or less sleep at 12 every day. Uh, thoda aage pieche, but, as one day I sleep at 12, one day I sleep at 4, one day I'll sleep at 10, one day I'll sleep at 12, that's not great for your body, right? So, whatever it is, have a so if i sleep at 12 for example i cannot wake up at 6 or i should not because i am not getting enough sleep I should not okay wake up later right wake up at 8 so what's have a similar routine where you're getting enough of sleep right? but have a similar routine for every day what is important is like you said when you wake up uh, you know early right those early hours are really important so no matter what time that is right? if you wake up at 8 o'clock that's fine uh, but and right? I cannot wake up very early. right? So what i is got is that's okay. But you spent the first one hour or two hours or whatever productively. And when I said, like, you know, in a, let's say uh, not really being bothered or cluttered by screens. right? I don't want to check my email inbox or, you know, Slack or something. First thing when I wake up, right, don't do that. No matter what time I wake up, if I wake up at eight o'clock or nine o'clock, it's fine, wake up at nine. But yes, first half an hour, spend it in a much more peaceful manner. I could say maybe uh, meditate or read a book or, you know, walk or just stand out in the balcony and you know, look at whatever, right? Like just have a moment of peace, a uh, moment of like a little longer time than that. I think that's more important. Uh, of course, it becomes challenging in the sense that, you know, uh, let's say uh, as if we have you know, a routine of, you know what, we have a team huddle, right? And we have that every morning at 10 o'clock with one of the teams, we have a huddle. If you have a huddle at 10 o'clock and if you wake up at 9.45, it becomes a challenge, right? Then you can't. So and you are to our instinct, I every day. We have a let's say sales huddle hai, or, you know, engineering stand up or something or the other, uh, and so you wake up by nine at least. So I'm not saying now budget, you no can do something else, but you know, you had your moment, you know, you've spent time with yourself, maybe with your family or whatever, for some time, uh, a huddle 8 baje hota hai, for example, I don't know if any company does that, but if you do it at eight o'clock. Then you get up at seven o'clock and then you have to wake up earlier. But yes, I think the important piece is and which I also try to focus on is, uh, before I go to bed. And uh, once I wake up, right, sort of that half an hour, one hour before I go to bed, uh, that half an hour, one hour after I wake up. Right. Those times is when I try to, you know, not look at my phone, Uh, not that I succeed at it every day. uh, But yes, right. that's a conscious effort. Right. I try to not look at my phone. Spend that time just uh, you know, uh, mind the peacefully at night. I spend that time with the kid. Uh, My kid actually sleeps much late, right? He sleeps later than me. So, so that is the time like you know, where both of us are together. Whatever, right? Just uh, fighting with each other if nothing else. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can, those are the two times which I figured are you know really important, right? Uh, before bed uh, and uh, after bed. Uh, so yeah, if it's early morning, then. Good for you because yes, I would say uh, I would prefer to be awake at six than you know, be awake at nine, or rather you know, waking up at six and waking up at nine because yeah, at six it's the weather is much better, it's much more peaceful. But if I cannot wake up at six, I won't uh, you know, be too harsh on myself. It's okay. Let's wake up at nine eight, right? But once you wake up at eight, ensure that the first half an hour, one hour is uh, you know, uh, is peaceful. It's not given off oh the lucky email cooper and you know phone call Kurria and like hey, ye kya chal whatever, right? Uh, with whichever team or others. Let's
0: not have that going on. Hey, I absolutely agree. Lagta hai na, While, of course, startup building a startup, doing something is very exciting, you treat it as a sprint, you think that there is there is no tomorrow, everything needs to be done today. But I think the mm, realization rahi hai, is that you it's better if you take it slow and treat it as a marathon. While while uh, things and the market dynamics might push you to run faster, which is definitely a good thing, it's always better if you can take it slow, take it all in introspect and then take a decision. And one of the things which I have also realized uh, is that in life, it's better if you take lesser, do less, but go deep. So if you were taking 100 decisions, in one day versus taking five decisions a day, you are able to do a much better job if you do five things a day for 20 days rather than do 100 things a day for, for two days. So while you might be quantity versus quality and I think the more and when startup start up people say that if you you will you ek cheez focus you facebook which is which is usually not the way right so i think i think this is a this is a very important thing especially for all the all the you know people who are starting out right now hafta uh, 10 but when you are charting out the overall roadmap, you need to give space you need to give space and things. And, and of course, I think uh, mental health somewhere in the overall process, if you are mentally tough, tough. Or business, आप EQ matters much, much more than IQ. You know, because you're dealing with people. Uh, and the moment you get into business, it's no more about your intelligence because you have to get work done by somebody else. So, it's, it's very important for you to be emotionally tough and mentally tough. And uh Mentally, the you are at peace, ge, Mentally you are uh, secure, the way you make decisions will be better for both your work and for your company and the quality of work. That yeah,
1: yeah, true. Uh, and also, right, if you, uh, you know, we see this, you know, there's a very recurring theme in, you know, movies and, uh, you know, maybe some of the, you know, the books or stories that you read, right? you, read you know, you hear about all the really successful people. And uh, like, you know, people who are, you know, very much close to, you know, to their deathbed, right? I and mean, then you know, ask about, you know, what have been your regrets mm. and stuff. Like one of the most common themes always comes out of, like, you know, yeah, I did not give enough time to my family. Or you know, I did not give enough time to myself. Uh, irrespective of all the money and there all the experiences I've had, I did not give enough of, you know, you know, I did not do justice to those. And it becomes a very common, a recurring threat, right? And on the other side Yes, of course, right. Everyone does always aspire to be uh, more uh, financially well off and other things, right? But it's not always, you know, it's not a very common uh, regret or theme that we see when you know folks who've actually done, you know, decent on the other side, right? Like you know, had a good, uh, fulfilling life in terms of you know, family and society and all, but let's say not really rich uh, or well off. We don't really hear of them saying, you oh, know, yeah, I could have made like that's never a regret. I could have made more money. Right, or I could have, you know, become a more successful businessman, or something. That's never a regret. The regret is always on the other side. So, I know, right? As uh, for us, you know, who just starting out in the journey, you know, who come a little, you know, a little, uh, you know, along in the journey, it's not always easy to look at this and you know take it advice, right? But I think if you keep, uh, if you see it's such a recurring theme, you know, it's such a you know dominant theme you know, over over the years. Then we should have to take a step back and say yes, you know, get get that perspective. Yes, these are things very really important. Like I'm I'm guilty of you know not uh, uh, spending enough time with my family. Uh, I still don't, even though I'm like you know I'm aware, but I still don't. Right? But yes, I try to put in that effort of you know doing a little more over there, right? Uh, at least incrementally, uh, keep keep trying to you know do you know do better. If I say it's not good, at least do better than you know what I was a month back. Uh, but uh, right. So I think it gives you perspective. Yes, you know, these are things that are really important. Uh, and again, right, it's uh, while to achieve the really great things, you do have to sacrifice some of those. But in the bigger scheme of things, it's it's okay, right? Uh, life goes on, right? Uh, what you have to ensure is, as you go through life, these are the things that kind of makes us human, right? That makes us uh, this person who's evolved over you know over these millennia, you know, who makes us a social animal and all. These are things that are really important for us. You cannot keep neglecting those, you know, over time, because. It might just be too late when you start realizing, yes, that you know what, uh, beyond a certain point, while I always say it's never too late. But yes, it, it just makes it really more difficult. If you focus on being healthier uh, in your 20s, it's much simpler. You can do it in your 30s, you can do it in your 40s. But the later you do, the more difficult it gets. Right. And, and yeah, and at some level, the lesser fulfilling it is also. So, yeah, the sooner we adopt those better things, the better it is.
0: I think one of the most, uh, the biggest mistakes which people do is that personal life, health, uh, you know mental wellness basic exercise sports following a certain hobby and sticking to it they think that uh, मेरे 24, न, 24 I think वो the जिस तरीके से आप एक सोने का एक time you time इस के भी by default अगर आप and treat the rest of the time as your work time I think it's easier to, you know, I mean, I mean, it's a habit. It's a discipline and a habit. It's the way you inculcate it, it will be better your life. रहेगी. And as, you know, I think every entrepreneur has, you know, once they have exited the first idea or you know, after finishing the first idea, after finishing the first idea, that's point here. The idea that you're working on right now, this is not your whole life. This is a project for you, the next project will come you are passionate about it. But you know the more important thing is, is, the, is the health. Because my mother always says this, As long as you become a big company, you have made a billion dollar company but you will not be healthy, you will enjoy it. You can't enjoy the health with the money which you have made then. Because then you will be spending the money on uh, hospital bills. So then what happened to you? So this is something which if you are mentally or physically strong irrespective of what you do, if you, if you have the intellect, you will do it. But if you have health mentally or physically, there might be chances that these things will actually pull you back. And this will only harm your business, you, you went a little bit ahead and suddenly you realize here, yeah, my body, my, my body is not giving, uh, support. That becomes an issue. Yeah.
1: So, and so. another, another, you know, related to that, right? Another like philosophy that I kind of go by is, uh, you are nothing. You are nothing in the bigger scheme of things, right? Uh, if you look at, uh, look at the earth, look at the universe, look at humanity over, you know, billions, like the entire human race counts for nothing. Like forget about you, like forget about Sohail or Akash, right? the entire human race counts for nothing. Like in the bigger scheme of things, of forgetting the universe, right? Like Earth is a like it's minuscule in compared to the universe, right? Even in the scope or frame of the Earth, humanity is just a blink, right? Like that's over the past four and a half billion years of Earth. Man, know, man, home, Homo sapiens has existed for nearly about hundred thousand years, right? That's nothing, not even a percent, like far, far lesser than that. So, in the bigger scheme of things, you're nothing. But in the smaller scheme of things, to you know, to your family, to your friend circle, to yourself, you are everything, right? You have everything you do has such an outsized impact in this micro universe, right? So, you have to ensure that you're doing justice to this. Why is, yes. kuch karna hai to do everything and right? whatever you do, right, uh, if you're building a startup, if you're, you know, focusing on whatever, right, you're trying to be a be an actor or just like you, let's just say a good manager of a company, you have to do justice to you, you have to do that very well, but you also have to put into perspective, right, uh, whatever you do here has an outsized impact on everything which is so close to you, uh, and yeah, you cannot, cannot kind of neglect it, I think I think that's important, right? right, uh, we give far too much uh, weightage or importance, uh, you know, we, we get too carried away by, you know, the kind of impact that we are bringing about, uh, that, you know, whatever I'm doing and my company is doing it's so important for the GDP of this country and this and that, but I think most times or not, it is It's just a bias, uh, it's, you know, we are vastly overstating uh, and in some sense lying to ourselves about, you know, what what is it that, you know, how much impact we're having while neglecting the fact that everything that we do has such an outsized impact on our immediate uh, immediate cells and immediate social
0: circles i <laughs> <laughs> nee, nee, completely agree here um a tactical or tangible things that if you to do it it means that my clause hierarchy is that you then you're fighting for security once you're a little bit higher up then you talk start talking about self attainment enlightenment Enlightenment. And all. But uh, one of the things one of the reasons why this has also an issue in the entrepreneur in the startup ecosystem is a specific program. Health aspect is There is no certain out or there is no certain club where we see all the top founders playing sports or, you know, spending time. Everybody glamorizes burning the midnight oil. I think one of the challenges which is also there is probably, you know, the the people whom, you know, the the, the entrepreneurs or the people who are the faces of the startup ecosystem, they need to probably come out and start talking about it, you know. And secondly, probably create these avenues for the founders as well that if a chess club for startup founders or if there is a founder-only badminton club where everybody comes. So I think this is a networking ecosystem and it also pushes the logo to the logo and I'll probably pick up a support as well. What do you think about something like this?
1: I think the idea is uh, If let's say someone has to do as a business, does it make sense? I'm not sure. I'll just spend a lot more time thinking about it. Uh,
0: this can't be a standalone thing. This has to be an add-on
1: yeah, so you know for Q, Right? Uh, it's a, it's a good social cause. Right? Uh, it's a, yeah. As a, so I think these things do happen in, uh, in ways. In many cases, we won't even come to know of it. Right? Uh, but yes, like there are, you know, smaller groups, smaller communities, smaller WhatsApp groups. So all of these do happen, right? Uh, if I, if I go, like, I know at least in Bangalore. Uh, there are a lot of these, uh, when you talk about badminton, for example, a right, lot of these uh, uh, badminton courts or arenas, right, where you can just book for an hour and play. And I've seen over the years a lot more have mushroomed, and most of them go packed, right. Especially uh, if you go on a weekend, it will be packed, right, right from six or seven in the morning to maybe eight in the evening or something. It's not easy to get a slot over there. And I've seen even on weekdays, especially at the prime time, right, which are the morning and, you know, post six pm or seven pm, they are usually you know booked out. And when I see that, I'm like, yes, it means people are going out and playing. Uh, it is working, right? Like there are people who are doing it. Is it everyone who's doing it? Of course not, right? But maybe a decent number is. How are they doing it? Yes, people do have you know your smaller uh, you know groups, uh, maybe friend circles, which kind of then over time also become like, you know like a bigger WhatsApp group, right? Uh, so I've seen some of these things do happen. And yes, I think that's the way these things go about. Uh, the onus is on us to you know kind of join a community if we want, right? And you know to get more chances, or, you know to be constantly to make it a habit to keep doing it regularly. But yeah, at small scale, these things do do happen. Uh, can it become a business? Let's say for one of these you know smaller WhatsApp groups to actually make a kind of I don't think that's going to work. And even the entire. Uh, uh, Goal kind of gets uh missed out because of it, because not everything can be a business at that. But I think so. These things are happening. Yeah. Uh, what I do not know think... is? Uh, right. I can say that this administrative court near my house is always booked out. Right. They have like four courts, I think, and I'm sure this type of available like a because of the But out of four, three are also booked out. It's a great thing. Uh, great for that one who plays, the person who runs the you know that arena or that business. Uh, what I don't know is ke, what this translate to does this mean that uh, 50% of let's say 20 to 35 or 50 year olds are actually playing or is that number 2% I don't know that and I'm sure there's a lot of room over there but yeah I think the onus is on
0: us right on each of us to kind of do it for ourselves. I think that to do it for founders uh, VCs and clubs like ours probably can get into partnerships with, with, with the different uh, badminton courts or culpit but again the nudge is more important it's yeah. se a self it's a self it's a self a VCs incentive is very different from, <laughs> from your own right? and, and which is perfectly fine right? like is like, a, I don't want to paint yeah, it, so a
1: picture of it but I don't think a VC would be interested in your, you know, in your long-term health and all these things. I think these are things, uh, and why it's not fashionable to talk about it is because the results are far off in the future, or there will not be a result, right? The result is just you staying healthy over time. Like that's not the result as such, right? Like there is, uh, yes, I do feel better about myself, so I keep doing it, right? But it's not uh like like a my store, it's not like an event, right, where I say you well, got yes, oh I got a hundred million dollars in my bank, right? No. So which is that's not really fashionable talk talk about it. Uh, a VC's incentive would generally be very different. Uh their incentive would be that okay, yes, over the next two, three, five years, you grow big and you will deliver an outcome to me, right? Mm-hmm. You don't like you don't matter to me, right? And you should not. So what we have to understand is that okay, a VC would be very interested uh, in the success of my startup. In my success, also uh, in a in a shorter time frame. Well, of course, the VC is not a bad guy, right? But the VC incentives are very different. The VC is not incentivized to think of how well I would be 15 years down the line, right? I have to think of that. Or the person who is interested in that would probably be my, you know, let's say my wife or you know yeah. my close friends, no, as opposed to let's say even a colleague for that matter, right? Because I'm not saying the colleague is a bad person. Yes, they 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 are thinking good about me. But they will not be like only after 15 years, right? Uh, we would have in most cases diverged much, much before that. So But yes, I won't have diverged from my friends, I wouldn't may not have diverged from let's say my spouse or something. So our longer term goals or incentives are far more aligned than alignment with, you know, let's say let's say a VC or you know mm-hmm. a random uh, you know startup founder on a Twitter <laughs> group out there.
0: <operator. laughs> <laughs> I think incentive alignment, especially in these kind of issues is, is definitely, definitely a lot more important. Okay, so I guess uh, Piyush, Kamal, Lapur, anything you want to add or you want to ask Akash? Yeah, I had a doubt, uh, as in, how do you deal with
1: small failures while performing uh, tasks like multi, I mean, founder role multi hat. This, Sales, take a little product, take uh, What if, like, how do you deal with failures in across different places? Like for example, I am a techie and I claimed a deadline. I was not able to meet it. Uh, now I am trying to sell my product and uh, I'm not able to meet the right amount of prospects per week or meet up. So how do you how do we deal with such kind of things like failures across different domains? Yeah, uh, I think at work and every time you as a techie uh, don't meet the deadlines, as a founder brother, the calls other And uh, like again, uh, I may not take it out at you. I will go and take it out at my product folks. <laughs> but yeah, that does happen? So yeah, it it is frustrating, you know. You do, but I think yeah, just over time you have to learn to cope with it, right? Uh, because uh, these things will keep happening. Uh, you just uh, over time do realize that, uh, Like you know, sometimes there could be very you know logical, rational reasons to it. Uh, sometimes there may not be reason, but just inevitable, right? A lot of things just don't work out. Like I mean, in another way. You think of, let's say you're playing a game, and since you're a topic of badminton, right, uh, you'll lose a point. You will hit it out, maybe you'll not be able to pick up, right? You will keep losing points, and yes, that is frustrating, right? Like every time that happens, I scream, I'm like, like, I shout at myself, right? Because I'm angry at myself most of the time. Why did I miss out on this? But then, uh, a moment later, you're back, you're again serving or trying to, you know, win the next point. And uh, in most cases you you kind of move on right and what you also see is at least in in the same analogy the times when you're not able to move on right and we see carry a point you know a e, short or something a or e, catch in cricket for example that preys on your mind and if anyone who's done this you know you realize that if it's preying on your mind you will uh, it impacts your performance for the next for the rest of the match for that matter right. At least for the next over, or for the next ten points, or maybe for the entire match, right? Uh, so what you, the smaller learnings from that is that when you let it really uh, hinder, or you know, stay at the back of money you know, really hamper you, वो the point is to gaya, but the entire match is kind of gone for you because you're not able to cope with it. It's a very similar thing in your, uh, you know, company also. Uh, deadline missed for me. We did not ship this out on time. Or let's say the sales guy, and I. Tell I tell my sales team all the time, right? Yeah, sales is a job where you have to see rejection. You will not speak to 10 customers and you know you'll not get 10 deals or 10 closures. Nahi, nine of them will say no to you. Uh, you have to keep moving on. Of course, it doesn't mean that you know you do not take those learnings and not improve on it. Yes, you have to keep doing that same way as in a game, also. You know, care, okay, you know what, I'm not able to pick this on my backhand, so you do you know try to focus on that or try to overcome that in other ways. But yes, you have to move. You have to learn. You have to move on. Nahin to, you know, you'll keep suffering from it. And same thing, right? Which is also where mental strength comes in. Right? Uh, some of the greatest uh, sportsmen out there, while they are great technically, while you know they're great physically and all, uh, most of them are like super, super strong mentally. And uh, for every Ronaldo or Messi, I will, and I've seen this right uh, over the years of you know watching football. Or, you know even. Uh, Otherwise, there would be far more talented 15 year olds, than, like when Messi was 15, there were far many better folks than him. Right. Job at a technical level. Uh, but yes, they did not have that mental fortitude, which let's say Messi has. Right. Which is what ensured Kev was for the next decade and more. He was like super successful and many of the others were not So it's always there. You look at, uh, uh, you look at who are those at any point of time, right? who are those strategies? Who's, who are the 10 best uh, 15 year olds today, right? Uh, playing any sport, playing any game. Uh, how many of them would be among the 10 best players, you know, 10 years down the line? And what differentiates these, you know, from the ones who become and for the ones who don't? It is basically the mental, you know, uh, for it or you, or how you cope with these things, right? How you cope with these uh, failures. How you cope with general stresses of life, right? How how you cope with you know, uh, let's say bad things happening in your life. Maybe a parent passed away, uh, or maybe her like everyone has those things, right? You know, as a teen, you'll have friends, you'll go out drinking and partying and stuff. Uh, some are able to balance it out. Some are not able to balance it out, right? You tend to stray too much and you lose track of you know your fitness or other things. So same thing in uh, in life of every employee founder or not, uh, techie or salesperson, whatever. It's the same thing. Uh, you do those, you get disappointed, and you move on. If they're better there, so that's a part of a founder, right? We fail every day, right? We uh, The additional complexity for a founder is, uh, and I don't know, I'm guessing, right? even a regular person out there would have, but I can say from a founder, I can say from that perspective, we face those rejections or those failures everywhere, right, from an investor, from my uh, From my engineering team, from my sales team, from my product team, from my family, because I have to face that because you don't give enough time. Like all of those things, you face it from a whole lot of different sides. But I'm guessing everyone does. What delivery boy who also faces face it from the restaurant, from a customer late, I'm sure from again, your family, because family pressures are similar. Uh, Out on the road, in the traffic, uh, you know, from the cop, having. So, for example, I remember. Uh, I used to get very upset when, you know, when a traffic cop used to, you know, catch hold of me uh, and find me and there were times when I really lost my cool, this is like, you know, maybe about, let's say, 15 years back, I really lost my cool, uh, like, how can you find me and this and that, like, you know, just paying that 50, 100 rupees, fine, it hurt me so much. Uh, over time, you could with it better. Today, of course, I don't, let's say, break a law or something I'll not jump the signal. But in case something does happen, if this guy finds me, I'll move on, right? I'll at least learn to deal with him in a better manner. Okay, us deal fine, chalo, chale Like you know, let it not spoil the rest of the day for me. Let me not go back and take this anger out on you know from my family or something, right? So it's just about uh, learning and over time doing better. No one is perfect, right? Uh, not that we'll not make those mistakes again, or you know, we'll deal with every situation perfectly. But uh, let's try to avoid similar mistakes. I think that's. So that is part of being a human, part of a journey, right? You just try to keep when things a little better. Uh, there is no perfect way of doing it. Uh, the failures will not stop.
0: Which is that how you
1: cope with it can improve
0: over time. Yeah, I think. This is a, galiyan sunna to kisi ko bhi acha nahi lakta. Lekin agar aap dekhoge na to agar aap bachpan mein koi bhi class mein koi bhi subject ka chapter ke baad questions the. I am assuming you are good at Mathematics. Okay, if I had a question galat agar hota tha, were you, did you get disappointed or did you understand, learn from it and then try it again and get it right? Ye basically, the problems aap that you do assignments or projects, if you are missing out or something. Is that technically, that was class 8 tha, now you are in class 24. Last 24 will problems, but I think learnings. I think what akash yeah, is also saying is attitude,
1: yeah. Another thing, right? Uh what, what also helps is uh, to get perspective, you know, to view it from the other side. So you'll miss your timeline, okay right? You will feel bad because you know what let's say your founder, for example, right, is really angry, maybe they'll lash out or whatever, right? again. It's always subjective. give they have a lot, but let's say you see this, right? It always helps to think from their perspective, right? For you also, okay? Uh, okay, why is he really so upset? I right, you know, what is it? Uh, what is it that? And then like most, maybe they were really banking on it, right? Because again, okay, there are too many moving parts in any uh, car or in a company, right? They were really banking on this to come through, so they could maybe you know what it would drive some revenue numbers or certain other of was it? Right? Also, look at it from their perspective. Like the example of a traffic cop, which I did, it right? happened a few times with me where I got really angry. Then you look at me, yeah, this guy just doing his job, right? Uh, why am I getting so angry? Because I mean, this guy doesn't have, have anything personal against me. This guy doesn't hate me or something. He's just doing this job, right? He caught me for, let's say, jumping a cigar, not wearing a helmet, and he's fining me. Uh, he's doing the right thing from his perspective. Or if a VC is not investing in my company, Maybe that I actually go back and think about it from a VC side and like and a lot of times are no no it actually totally makes sense. Uh that yeah, maybe the VC would have communicated better, maybe those are smaller things, but the very fact that they're not investing because it doesn't fit in their scheme of things. He's got because his structure is in a different way, and whatever we are doing for whatever reason, right? Be it in the face or the company or the growth or this or that, it just doesn't work for him. Once you understand it from their perspective, you feel a lot better about it, right? And then you also know, okay. Next time when I do, when I give out a timeline for you know building something, I'll do a little better in terms of giving out a timeline. I'll think more about it, plan it better because then I realize the importance of this, the eh, importance of this to the founder, the importance of this to the sales team, the importance of this to some other team. Uh, at the same time, if I've given out a commitment, because I'll do this by twentieth of May, because I know the importance, I will strive extra hard to be able to deliver it by then. So I think it's about understanding where you know the other person is coming from.
0: And I think, you know, it's a very interesting point in which is, we are coming up with something. One of the major issues which we realize in the life of a founder is that there is no boss. Okay? So, no one not have to you you a founder and we having been raised up in an Indian household where we work because we are scared that parents will save our land. The moment we don't have anybody above us, we get a open shot, deadline b- har, usko okay? and we respect And this is, this is a major issue, and 90% of the startups, probably it's not that the idea was not good, it's just that the founder was not disciplined. And of course, there are other challenges as well, but if you move you You know, you know, aapko khud पहले से आपको हो जाता but we don't act on it तो so, I think uh, वो एक चीज़ है थोड़ा discipline number one तो यार लोग जो बोल रहे हैं उसके बारे में तो सोचना छोड़ी दो अगर founder हो तो. अगर आप जितना ज़्यादा बड़े हो criticism so you have to learn how to cope with it uh, and and secondly is the way you is the same scenario which will happen to ten other people everybody is going to behave differently how are you behaving to a certain thing which has happened in your life is going to define how you are how you are as a person and how you are going to react to those things so as you but if you have never done you The next time, if the same thing again happens, are you changing the way you reacted or are you reacting it the same way? That is more important. What Just take it in the stride and move on. That is why Miraj founder of TVF, he, used, he told me, I ek lo to successful moving on move on karna you, 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 okay. so you fail but don't hold on to the failures hold on to the successes that is one thing uh, the conversation <laughs>
1: Sometimes you like hearing yourself talk, whether you make sense or not. So, <laughs> If you've got a stage, so you can keep talking for a year, so I, think, I think it's okay. I think it's more about uh, about others, right? For, you know, the very few folks who are here, but maybe anyone else who might know, listen to it later, right? Uh, uh, do they get something out of it or not? I think is, uh, is, is the key, right? But yeah, I think even if one or two people actually end up saying, you "What? Know, yeah, you know, there's a small, small change of perspective that I've got. I think it's good enough, right? So if it helps anyone, I think, yeah, that's, that's what's good to hear. So yeah, hopefully it benefits someone in whichever, whatever small way. Uh, hopefully Piyush will, you know, <laughs> the features on time <laughs> uh, at the same time, keeping his work-life balance and, like, you know, not uh, compromising on his uh, mental sanity. So yeah. I hope you
0: be able to get it. Of course, all of us do better at that over time. <laughs> Don't make the same mistake twice. Twice, to do, thrice not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I
1: think
0: that's important. Akash, cool. thanks a lot for taking time out and uh, discussing work life balance in the life of an entrepreneur with the Winters Club. Uh, absolute pleasure as usual. And I think sir, now, 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 a public speaker. <laughs> so, so primarily because you are unhinged, you are casual. You tell your thoughts in your heart and there is no formality. And that's how a watergoolo conversation is usually uh, has been in the Builders Club. So we keep it casual. We don't want things to be formal. We don't want people to give very diplomatic answers. And I think, uh, you know, things which you have which you have touched upon, hopefully, you know, uh, will be useful for for the people who would listen this probably today or sometime in the future as well. Uh, with that, uh, Akash, any last words that you want? No, no,
1: that, that's what I think. Good, I'm seeing like I think uh, what you have going, right, in terms of a community and the camera, I think it's it's great, right? I think yeah, keep keep up the good work, and yeah, pleasure, pleasure to be here, and yeah, hope to. Well,
0: maybe collect again and you know, see things becoming much bigger for you also. So, करेंगे, yeah, करेंगे, sir, do a lot of things. We Definitely. have a more longer discussion pending, anyways. <laughs> that was the episode. Hope you got some rich insights for your idea from this. If you like the episode, do share it with your friends and rate us on Spotify, Google Store, and iTunes. If you want to join the Water Cooler Podcast live, join the club at www.thebuildersclub.me Until next time, upwards and onwards.